Welcome to Positivity Strategist, a podcast that injects a good deal of optimism and possibility into your life at home and at work. Conversations with thought leaders and everyday people shine the light on what works and amplifies those everyday micro moments of positivity, irrespective of what else is going on. You'll be energized by lots of practical tips, inspiring you to live a truly satisfying and meaningful life. Hi everyone, I'm Robin stratton Kessel, host of Positivity Strategist. I'm happy to have you listening in again today. And my guest is Gloria Ciruli, whom you'll discover is an extremely warm and talented woman. Here's a little preview of Gloria. How you approach life and how you deal with people and how you make them feel, how you make others feel, I think is so important. But first, we have our Positivity Lens activity from our last show. And you know that I do this each week as a way to strengthen our positivity muscle and to hone our ability to view people and situations through multiple lenses. Remember what you focus on grows. Now in my last show, number 34, the amazing Suzanne Daigle drew our attention to the beautiful reality that there are leaders lurking in every organization. Suzanne shared how she continues to be inspired by the stories of ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. And in order to shine the light on the extraordinary, Suzanne offered three very significant strategies. And here's a reminder, and it isn't too late to start. So the first one, Suzanne suggested that you invite, involve and include. So you invite people to speak up and ask to be involved, contribute even if you haven't been asked and invite yourself to see this perspective of others. And secondly, Suzanne suggested that you identify the invisible tribes in your workplace. Who are the ordinary people in your organization who are doing extraordinary things? Who are the leaders lurking in your midst doing fine work that you admire? And the third strategy was take time to reintegrate life into work. Look for the things that you love to do and that you're good at and stand up for what you love and look for opportunities to multiply them. And now to this week's show. Today, I'm very happy to have Gloria Ciruli on the show. Thanks, Gloria, for wanting to be a guest on Positivity Strategist. I'm really, really excited that we have this opportunity today. I am so thrilled, Robin, that you asked for me to be a guest on your Positivity Strategist podcast. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast and um, I'm, like I said, I'm honored to be one of your guests. Great. Well, you're going to hear a lot more from Gloria during this show, but let me just give you a brief introduction to my lovely guest. So Gloria Ciruli is the award-winning managing director of the Central New Jersey chapter of eWomen Network. And eWomen Network is one of the largest business organizations in North America, and it's also global. And that's actually how we met. I attended a number of the eWomen Network Central New Jersey chapters and very much enjoyed them and the women that I met there. And so um, that's why I was excited to be able to have this conversation with Gloria, because she does an amazing job of building this, this community. So Gloria is a multipreneur, having owned multiple businesses simultaneously throughout the years. 
And Gloria also has a monthly column, a column rather, entitled Taking Women to the Next Level. And she writes about pertinent issues that women in business are facing and is featured in print in the Home News Tribune, the, the, Courier, the Courier News and online at mycentraljersey.com. Now, Gloria's core business is taking you to your next level as a confidence mentor. It seems like that you're in a really fantastic place right now. That's the energy that you're giving off. And so I'd love to just kind of check in with you and say, where are you right now? And what is it that's so, it's working so beautifully for you professionally and personally, it seems? Well, I love to facilitate um, groups and meetings and speak and connect people. So this opportunity to be the managing director for eWomen Network Central New Jersey really was a perfect fit for me. Um, it came at a time where I, you know, being a multipreneur, kind of overloaded with many businesses and I guess really needing some clarity. So when you say needing clarity, oh, the businesses needed clarity. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Where, where my focus was. I think, um, you know, we can't be all things to everyone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get to that point in our lives where we're over uh, extending ourselves and taking on too many things and maybe letting certain uh, things where our heart lies kind of take a back burner. So this was a great opportunity for me to uh, get back to what I used to be doing, um, you know, transitioning from one thing into this, but truly it was transitioning back to a, a career that I had many, many years ago, which was facilitating and speaking and training and consulting. Aha. Uh-huh. So let me so just... So it's not a new, it's not a new career path for me. It's right. just a resurgence for me. Okay. Which is exciting. Right. So what I'm hearing is you're saying that you, by taking up this managing director role, mm-hmm. you are now kind of back to doing what you were doing in the past. Yes. And that's kind of one of your core strengths, it seems. Yes. Um, it was my, my concentration uh, over a decade ago was, uh, I don't want to say strictly, but much, much more heavily uh, focused on weight loss and weight management. Um, I had lost over 100 pounds and I worked for uh, also an international company at the time, but it was more geared toward weight loss and weight management. And then I had um, separate speaking engagements that I did on other topics mm-hmm. as I, you know, as I expanded my platform. And so I did that for a very, very long time, you know, helping, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I feel like my whole career path, no matter what I've been doing, has always taken someone's vision and bringing that to life for them. Oh, beautiful. And so yeah. that's taking you to your next level. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now I do it on, a, it, 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 the outreach is broader. So I have a speaking platform for weight loss and weight management, mm-hmm. but I also have uh, a, a speaking platform for networking skills, you know, fine tuning and honing your networking skills so that you can effectively network to build a network for yourself. You know, networking and building a network are different things. They really are. So I have different speaking platforms now, one of which is the weight loss and weight management, one of which is networking 
another is uh, presentation and public speaking skills. Those are those are my heavy areas of concentration. So I feel all of those have a common factor of really needing confidence in order to pursue those things or or excel in them. Yeah. So so that's the second part of it as a confidence mentor. So mm-hmm. you are acting as a mentor for people um, and helping them. F- you know, find the resources within themselves and, and build that confidence, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and, and just, you know, mentor is, I think there are many words out there that have become interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So some people will call themselves a coach or a consultant, a trainer, mm-hmm. a mentor, strategist, mm-hmm. you know, as you use positivity strategist, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's a matter of finding the right fit mm-hmm. for, um, you know, how you're presenting your business. So, um, mentor strategist, I feel work, work well for me. Yeah. And it seems like it's all, you know, with things like weight loss and presentation and, um, networking, it seems like it's a lot of personal issues you're helping people with as well. Yes. Um, so Mm -hmm. helping them grow their own confidence, which then obviously is going to impact how they, how they perceive themselves and how they interact within their businesses, right? Yes, how they interact in their businesses um, and and how they feel, like you said, they're, about themselves, mm-hmm. their self-image, how they can present themselves, mm-hmm. what they can overcome, what they feel they can now excel at and move to that next level. Because there's a lot of barriers that we have uh, when it comes to business. And I, I say this in almost every speaking gig that I do, um, I will clearly tell people that I am very, 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 very good at a lot of things, you know, and there's almost a shock factor with that because, you know, the audience will sit there and say, wow, who, you know, who does she think she is that she (laughs) thinks she's so good at all these things. But then I quickly followed up with, I'm also very, 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 very not good at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I clearly have strengths just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, clearly have um, areas that, you know, are not my strong points. Uh, It takes a long time, I think, for anyone to recognize that and acknowledge it. And I don't think it's necessarily because I myself or you or anyone else feels that we truly are good at all of these things. But I think we feel like we have to be good at these things Mm -hmm. because if, if not, it shows a sign of of weakness. And that's a, that's a difference of, you know, um, not having confidence or showing weakness. I mean, they're, they're very different things. Mm. So I think it's important for people to understand that there are strategies, there are skills that can be put in place for you to overcome some barriers that you have in communication or presentation, or even feeling the confidence to lose the weight and keep the weight off because there's, there's a big difference in that as well. Just losing weight and, and not keeping it off is, is very different than being, keeping that slow and steady yeah. weight loss off, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I think you, you sort of know my perspective on this, that what you put your attention to, um, happens, right. Or what you focus yeah. on grows. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. focusing on the things that you can do, right? So that means the things that you're best at and the things that you have a a more natural strength to be able to implement, they work for you far better than trying to 
you know, fight those battles that you are likely to lose anyway because it's not your yeah. natural inclination. Right. So I think, you know, when people get that insight, like, gosh, if I really work out what my strengths are, and, you know, there are lots of ways to do that and what my values are, it becomes an easier path than trying to, you know, fight the battles and the struggles, which really do drain us and de-energize us. They do, definitely. And I feel that, you know, we really do need to, you know, build that, that tribe of people that can help us um, and we can help them, you know, because it, it truly needs to be that two-way street um, of giving and receiving and to help one another grow and uplift and, and fill in the areas that we're not really strong in. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things that we all really do need to face and deal with when we have a business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is, you know, public speaking on some level because, you know, I, I do a, a public speaking presentation mm-hmm. and I'll say, you know, who enjoys public speaking? You'll get some hands shoot right up, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and and others are kind of a little hesitant and others just sit there with their hands fold, folded in their lap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next question would be, who out of this group is a public speaker? And you get far less hands going up. Mm-hmm. But what people I don't think are realizing is everyone really is speaking in public. You know, you're presenting your your products, your services, your visions, your goals, yourself. There are certain skills that we really can't parcel out to other people. You know, we still need to talk, you know, have our own voice for our business. You know, we need to, to know how to do presentations. Um, the same thing, you know, even though they're totally different animals technically, but with weight loss and weight management, I wish that there was, you know, that magic wand that you know, someone can do the work for me, you know, when I needed to lose that hundred pounds, you know, um, and you know, you, maybe you can buy the food and you could, but, but you still need to implement these things. And it's also a, a way of thinking. Um, I, and that's what I, I think is really, it's a mind frame. It's the mindset that I try to help people develop strategies, not just, you know, what they're eating and the activity that they're doing. That's important. I'm not going to negate that importance, mm-hmm. but it's really the, the thought process that you're having, the habits that you've had and the habits that you now can replace them with. Right. Uh, I do a lot of um, visualization techniques, auditory techniques mm-hmm. with regard to that. And then and with presentation and public speaking and networking, you know, again, we really can't hand that off to other people necessarily. But building a website or helping with branding or social media, you know, all different things that maybe are my weaknesses Yes, collaboration and and bartering with people or hiring people to do those things is a great way to elevate your business. And I try to help people understand that as well, that, again, we can't be everything to everyone. We can't be everything even to ourselves. So we, we need to learn what are the things that we should be concentrating on, like you said, to help us lift ourselves and our businesses, the things that we're not very adept at that we need to look to others to help. Yeah. But there are certain skills that I think um, some people are born, you know, comfortably public speaking. Yeah. I would say you're, you're one of those people. I'm most likely <laughs> one of those people. Um, but not everyone is. But there definitely are strategies um, that we can right. develop for each person's yeah. you know, own technique. Yeah. And I love that you brought up, Gloria, the notion of we need a tribe and we need support. Mm-hmm. We can't do these things alone. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you when we work with people, it's, well, what are the resources that I need 
to bring this? Do I actually need to go out and learn new things? Do I need to bring new technologies or tools in? Do Mm -hmm. I need, you know, what other skills that I don't have that I need to bring in to help me? And I think that is some, you know, that's such an intelligent thing. When do you get that awareness that I can't do it all, but I need a tribe. I mean, I need emotional support as well as I need all these technical and other skills, right? So talk to me a little bit about eWomen Network, because that is such a wonderful opportunity for people to meet these other women to support them. And I know that there are three amazing tenants of eWomen Network. So I'd love you just to expand a little bit about the value of being in a supportive environment, and particularly one that has amazing values that really does look at, you know, valuing everybody for who they are. I I agree wholeheartedly. And that's one of the reasons why I felt so strongly about bringing eWomen Network to Central New Jersey. It is not a new organization. It's in its 15th year. It's international, as we referred to before. Um, It's all through North America and United States with chapters, but it's globally with membership. So even if there are not physical chapters uh, throughout the world, there's members all around the globe, um, so which is very exciting. And I've made great connections with people all over the place through eWomen Network. There was not a chapter in Central New Jersey. And I thought um, from the experience that I had that it really needed to be here. And, you know, once you're a member, you're a lifetime member. And once you're a member, you're a member, <clears throat> excuse me, of every chapter. Yeah, just which, can, I, can I just interrupt yeah. you? Just share with us how you took the initiative to offer to start up the chapter. You know, what did that take? I mean, I don't, I, um, what's the story yeah. there? <laughs> the story is that I had been exposed to um, eWomen Network at a, uh, the, the summit that we're hosting. Our chapter is hosting May 19th which is our sixth annual eWomen Network Women's Success Summit. And Sandra Yancey, who is the founder and CEO, will be coming to our chapter to speak. I'm very excited about that. And I know you'll be in attendance. We have a a lot of people registered already to participate. So I had attended this summit. uh, I believe it was the fourth annual summit a couple of years ago in southern New Jersey. There had been a, a very thriving chapter there at the time. It did go on hiatus for a bit of time, and now it's back again. There is a managing director down in southern New Jersey as well. And I attended the summit, and I truly had never been to an event that encompassed so much in a concentrated period of time, meaning a quality speaker, um, vendor opportunities, you know, business showcase opportunities, accelerated networking, which is, I always say it's the secret sauce of eWomen Network. It's a trademark way of doing networking so that you are guaranteed to connect not just, you know, shake hands and exchange business cards and say hello, but you're guaranteed to connect with people on a different type of level. Because not only are you, you know, saying who you are and what you do and who your ideal client is, you're asking for what you need help in, what you need support in. And that is, that's a key question in, in eWomen Network. You know, how can I help you? How can I support you? Mm-hmm. And I honestly never felt that way at any other um, event I had gone to, whether it was, you know, geared towards a woman's event or just a, a general event, it was a very different welcoming feel to it. And the depth of what people were discussing with you and asking you to me again was, was not on the surface. It was a lot deeper because I think we initially, you know, we go to these networking events and everyone's goal 
you know, is I need a client or a customer or an attendee or a patron or a member or whatever your, you know, business subscribes to, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course we need that. There's no, that's a given, but there are so many other layers of things that we need help in. And that's again, referring to the building the tribe and admitting that we can't do this all alone. Mm -hmm. So I, had been amongst the, this group of people that when I would, you know, meet people and they would say, well, how is your business? You know, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. You know, I, I think that we very often, especially women mm-hmm. in business, yeah. um, will just say it's fine, you know? So, uh, when really it isn't and we need the help. So when I was at this event, I had the pleasure of meeting Sandra Yancey for the first time and, um, just was so, uh, taken by everything that was going on, the the quality of the event. Mm -hmm. And at this event, uh, she spoke about the international conference that eWomen Network has in Dallas every year, Mm -hmm. which was in August. And and this event I had gone to was in April. And I immediately signed up for the conference. It was not even a a second thought for me that I needed to be at this event. And I went to the conference in August. And that's when uh, Sandra and I first started having discussions about me possibly taking over the Southern New Jersey chapter at the time that was on hiatus or going on hiatus. And that's, that was just too far out of, um, the geographic area for me because I want to be able to support and serve and connect people properly. Mm -hmm. So I have obviously a greater network in central New Jersey Mm -hmm. because it's the area that I'm living in. And then we spoke about starting the Southern New Jersey. I mean, the central New Jersey chapter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for filling me in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you just saw the potential. So um, I asked you about the three tenants. Yeah. So the three tenants are it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And again, it just goes back to the fact that it's really hard to do things, uh, you know, solo all the time. Even if you are a solopreneur, uh, you know, you own a business, you uh, maybe a home-based business, which many of us are, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, difficult to really do it all on your own. So it takes teamwork to make the dream work is one of the tenants. And another tenant is give first share always, which is on the bottom of my email. Uh, every time I send an email out, that's what's at the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I don't think you even realize that when you just giving and not always with the agenda of what's in it for me, Mm -hmm. what truly will start happening for you. Yeah, you, you have know, some you, great just, stories around that, and you do it yeah. very well. Yeah, mm. and uh, the, the last philosophy is lift as you climb, which I also love because, um, you know, there's no doubt in anyone's mind that, you know, we all would like to do well financially for a, a varied palette of reasons. You know, it, it could be that we want to drive that next car. It could be that we want to help aging parents or our children go through college or be philanthropic and donate you know, to good, good and worthy causes, whatever the reason is, uh, security, peace of mind to do well financially, of course, but we don't have to step on others. We don't have to, um, push down others to do that. Mm. So there's plenty of, of room, you know, E-Women Network's philosophy, uh, you know, another philosophy is also, you know, it's, it's, there's plenty of abundance out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not an organization of competition, it's collaboration. And I, I see that happening with, our membership so beautifully. So many of are collaborating. You recently collaborated with uh, Sherilyn mm-hmm. uh, on a workshop, and I, you know I see Roe and and Therese just collaborate. You know it's it's a beautiful thing that 
everyone's really seeing how they could partner and help each other mm-hmm. uh, elevate and lift, which I, I love. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very generous in sharing information and resources and introducing people. And that's something that you, that you do very naturally. And I know that you talk about that. So um, yeah. I'd love to hear for you to talk to the, you know, to our listeners about, you know, what you see is the key um, other than these tenets, which, you know, are embedded into the philosophy and the practice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, successful networking, you know, some people say, oh, you know, they're a little bit nervous about it. Talk to me about networking as you see it. You know, what's what's the real strength right. and the joy? Because you do it joyfully. So talk to yes. me about the joy <laughs> of networking. Yeah, people, you know, they some people are, are you know, nervous about networking or, you know, um, they're, they're more introverted or a, a wallflower or they're just uncomfortable or it, they find it tedious, you know, and I, I think we need to approach it um, where we're truly interested in learning about what other people have to offer. Nice, yeah. Um, because even if we can't use it at the moment, um, there may be someone that can or, again, you, you don't really realize what your reach is. Um, can you tell me a story where that's yeah. happened to you? Yeah. So um, I I think also people are very quick to dismiss others when they don't feel that, again, you know, what's in it for me or there. And I, again, when I say this, it sounds very harsh Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying people actually saying this, but, you know, the thought might go through their head of, well, this, this person's of no use to me, Mm -hmm. their services, their connections, their whatever. We make that judgment sometimes very quickly. And you can pick um, it up, can't you? You can pick it up in people's vibes, the energy they give out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. So, you know, I've been to, you know, (laughs) networking, you know, we're a bunch of, you know, we're, we're like networking mavens or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been to, to many networking events each week and, you know, you run into all uh, different types of people and sometimes you're speaking to people and you truly feel like, you know, they're looking through you, above you, behind you, behind themselves at their watch. And, and you know, they, they'd really rather be anywhere other than speaking to you. So you know that nothing, they're not absorbing anything. Mm. So it doesn't really matter what you're saying. They're not absorbing it. Mm. And, you know, that's okay. They have a different agenda. But um, I, I just try to approach things differently because I try to value what people are saying. Um, again, even if it doesn't apply to me at the time. So, you know, an example, when I first was bringing eWomen Network to central New Jersey, and it, it was a challenge because it was a virgin chapter. Virtually no one had heard of eWomen Network. Uh, my business partner had, um, we were both members and some, uh, some other people that were scattered throughout the state that had originally belonged to the Southern New Jersey chapter. But not really anyone in central New Jersey was in the know about it. Um, so I, you know, I went out there very determined, obviously, to introduce people to eWomen Network. I would wear, you know, wear it on my name badge um, when I was, even before I was, had come back from training, mm-hmm. you know, to, to introduce it. And I was at a networking event and it wasn't very large. Um, and I had pretty much talked to everyone who was there, male, female, whatever. And I was, it was getting late and I was tired. I was getting ready to leave. And I started, you know, this woman started to chat with me and clearly, and when I say this again, it, this is not what I thought at the moment, but when I say the scenario, when 
you hear her situation, it clearly would not be, you know, my ideal target person. Mm -hmm. Okay. She had been unemployed for quite a while. She recently had gotten uh, a job, full-time job. My, I do the eWomen Network events primarily uh, so far only in the daytime, whether it's, you know, breakfast time, later afternoon or mid-afternoon. I'm not doing any evening events at this moment. She wasn't able to take any time off from work because she just started a new job. So again, if you really dissect all that, she would not be a target audience person for me, correct? Right. I hear you. Yep. Yeah. But that really, you know, that wasn't what was going through my head. I was enjoying the conversation with her and um, she did have a side business and we were speaking about that. And I was trying to get to know her and see if there was some way I could do a connection for her somewhere along the line. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden she and I both said, you know, it is getting late. We decided to walk out together and uh, four women came in four or six women. It was late. They had been to another networking event, decided to stop in at this one at the last minute. She knew one of the women and it was, you know, one of these, oh my God, you know, like hugging, haven't seen each other in a long time, like women do. And, um, and she said to the woman, um, so-and-so, do you know, Gloria, Gloria, do you know, so-and-so? And we didn't know each other. She said, you, the two of you have to meet, you need to know each other. And the woman took, uh, you know, a look at me, said hello, shook my hand, and and she looked at my name badge, and she was like, "Oh my God, you're eWomen Network, and you're in Central New Jersey." She had, you know, she was a member, inactive at the at the moment, but she was a member because, like I said, once you're a member, you're a member for life. Mm-hmm. Um, she was inactive because her, her chapter had been on hiatus, and she was beyond thrilled to meet me and that I was now representing EUM and network and that was in central New Jersey. And I truly didn't have to say another word. Um, the rest of the evening, of course I did, <laughs> but I didn't have to because she then started, even the people I had met, she was taking me around to all of them talking about EUM and network. Mm-hmm. And so in the meantime, she has now, you know, become active again. She's introduced me to many people in EUM and network, central New Jersey to many people, the original woman, who, again, if you are just dissecting the situation at face value, it could have been someone very easily that I would have dismissed the same way that she could have dismissed me Mm -hmm. because for her, evening networking events are more useful for her. And I was a person who was not offering that to her. Mm -hmm. But neither one of us chose that path. You see the difference? We, we, Yeah, we engaged in conversation with each other and got to know about each other. And she Mm -hmm. has since also recommended E-Women Network and myself to other people. I've been recommending what she does for her side business to other people. And you end up making nice relationships that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, relationships yeah. that last and flourish. Yep. Yeah, that's a lovely story. I mean, it's a simple story, but it's such a true story. Yeah. And it reminds me of two things. Um, and they're kind of quotes from other people. The first thing is, you know, it's it serves us to be interested rather than interesting right? Mm -hmm. So being interested Mm -hmm. in others rather trying to be interesting ourselves. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's always good to have that kind of thought in your head. And the other one comes from a National Geographic photographer who's pretty famous. His name is Dewitt Jones. And he says, when you publish it in your life, you never know where it's going to show up. Yeah. And I just think that is such a wonderful Mm -hmm. awareness to have at all times because you don't know who, who the person is or what they might say about you, but, you know, just be authentic and be real and be there for them and you just never know where it'll go. 
Yeah, that's similar to when I my you know growing up, my mother would always say, you know, always always act the way that you want people to remember you. Yeah. You know, if you feel embarrassed by something, then that or, or you or you, if you feel that you will feel embarrassed by something mm. when you're thinking about, you know, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I say this? Should I not say this? If you feel that you will be embarrassed or not want others to know mm-hmm. what you said or did, then there's your answer. You know, so you're right. You never know where it's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's such a good reminder. Yeah. So, um. I'm curious to hear what you would say when I ask you the question, what do you really value about who you are in the world? What do you value about yourself? Wow. That's, that's a good question. Um, I value that, that I really am genuine. Mm-hmm. I am approachable. I am, you know, warm. I'm genuine. I'm interested in people. You know, yes, like you said, do I want to be interesting? I always say with networking or public speaking, you do need to be engaging, but you need to be engaged. And I, I truly feel that when people speak to me, they know that I'm interested and I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And if I, and if, if I get distracted, um, it actually bothers me and I will, you know, apologize to the person and, you know, and say, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll be right back or, you know. And I really am very conscious about that, not just abandoning, you know, that conversation or that situation. Mm. So, Gloria, that's fantastic. And a question came up for me because you, you know, you are the leader of this networking group, eWomen Networking, Mm -hmm. and you put on these events. And so you are the glue that keeps it all together. And people, people want to come up to you and have your attention and share something with you. And so... How do you how do you manage those people who want to speak with you without dismissing anyone? Um, you know, if people really want to monopolize your time, yeah, and that happens. You know, so do you have any yeah. strategies around how you pay respect to everybody and give everyone the kind of time that they want yeah, with you? Fair. Yeah, how do you do yeah. that? Yeah, and and it is it's I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's it's difficult. It's a challenge, definitely, to give everyone their fair time. Right. Okay. Yeah. And not, and let's not, you know, not, it's not to say that everyone <laughs> wants to have time with me or anyone else who's, you know, being a, a director or a leader of an organization, but for the, for the most part, and I feel like I want to, uh, especially at the end, you know, be there and be present for people, mm-hmm. uh, to come up and speak with me, to say goodbye to them, to answer any questions. And, and sometimes, you know, it is a challenge and sometimes I have to, uh, you know, if, like you say, some people might, won't, monopolize, not intentionally, they don't realize it, you know, um, monopolize time. And, and that's all subjective too, because it depends what situation you're in. If it's a busy group situation, speaking with someone for five or 10 minutes straight could be considered monopolizing Mm -hmm. time, you know, which to, to the person that's speaking to you, that's not very long really. And it isn't. So it is kind of hard to find that balance. What I will try to do is, you know, tell the person that I'm currently speaking with that if they don't mind, I really need to speak with this person. They're they're trying to leave. I'll come right back to them nice. or mm-hmm. have a follow up conversation. You know, mm-hmm. we'll set I'll set a time with them to speak on the phone or meet them again. Um, and if the person who's leaving, you know, needs to speak with me as well, but doesn't have the time to stay, I'll I'll do the same thing. You know, I'll say, well, let's set a time for us to to follow up and speak. And I try to at least, you know, 
be gracious and thank them for attending and hope they enjoyed themselves right. and ask a couple of questions. Yeah. It, you know, it is, it is hard. And I never, ever, truly, it's upsetting to me if someone feels that, you know, I've slighted them with time or anything like that, because that's never my intention. You know, I will stay there for as long as I have to, um, or need to, I shouldn't say have to, but, you know, as long as I'm needed to speak with people, um, or do follow up or, or anything yeah. like that. So you're talking about being very present with mm-hmm. individuals in the moment so that you're being very respectful um, and honouring of them. And I'm also right. wondering, I mean, is there a kind of another strength or talent or skill where you might have your antennae up and they're kind of, you know, peripherally you're aware of who else is lining up there or who else wants to talk to you? Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I think is that something that you can learn or is it intuitive? It's always hard for me to say that because <clears throat> there are certain, again, there are certain skills um, that I think I was born with truly, or you were born with, or, you know, so I think some of it is intuitive, but I do think that it is a matter of learning, uh, cues, you know, looking, I don't know if it's a talent, a skill, it's something that's important, I think, to have, you know, however you want to define it. Maybe it's emotional intelligence. Yeah, (laughs) maybe, you know, that you have to, to really surmise the situation. Mm -hmm. You have to scan what's going on, but still let that person that you're speaking with know that you, Mm you know, they really have your attention, but you can't be remiss in, you know, letting other mm. people feel like they're, you know, under your radar and that you're, you're not in tune to them as well. So it's, it is a hard thing to balance, mm. you know, and I think that some people are born with that. Maybe it is an emotional mm. intelligence or keenness, mm-hmm. uh, an awareness, but I think it is also something that you can, you know, you can learn. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a single parent and I've raised my sons. I mean, their dad was in the picture, no doubt. It's not that he wasn't, but I concentrated heavily with them on good communication skills, not just, you know, hearing a voice that (laughs) what someone is, you know, speaking, Mm -hmm. but actually listening and comprehending and being in tune to what people like, what they're trying to tell you, that underlying message sometimes, you know, we're not mind readers, um, but not everyone is skilled enough to come right out and put it out there in black and white. Yeah, so. that's a lovely distinction. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference between hearing and listening. And you're, yeah, you're passing, big, big a, passing that on to your sons is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as you know, Gloria, this podcast is called Positivity Strategist. So you've shared a lot of great tips that could be classified as very positive, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of getting people to think about their behaviours and, you know, how they interact with with others and how they view themselves, mm-hmm. all of this is really significant. So I'm just wondering if you have any other strategies that you might want to share that might help listeners taking themselves to the next level because that's what mm-hmm. you choose to do, right? So yeah. what else mm-hmm. could you share with us? Um, I, I think, again, it's being aware of the areas that you, you know, never mind need to delegate out to other people, but areas that you can work on for yourself being present in, in conversations with people, Mm -hmm. you know, smiling, being a little bit softer, you know, uh, whether you're male or female, I don't mean that in a feminine way necessarily, but, um, let your, let your facial expressions even be approachable and warm to people. You know, um, I, again, you know, I, I refer to my children and hopefully lessons I've taught them, you know, over the years, you know, we teach our children, you know, don't speak to strangers and things like that. But many times my children would see me 
smiling or saying hello to just people I would mm-hmm. be passing on the street or in the mall. And right away, they'd be like, do you know that person? <laughs> Why are you talking to them <laughs> when they were little? And I'd say, you know, I'm not, no, I don't know them. <laughs> Why are you speaking to them? Why are you smiling? And, you know, again, this was just something, I don't know, I guess I was raised from my parents with this. Sharing a smile, even, just opens up a floodgate of lots of things. Yeah. And, you know, you yeah. brighten someone's day and you know what? I know I just brighten my own when I'm smiling. Mm-hmm. So just being open to people and, and not, not a formula of what you should be asking them, but just really being interested mm-hmm. in what people have to say and have to share. Cause you know, everyone has a story and I think that's important. That's so important for ourselves and for our businesses. You know, not every story is going to align with your business at face value, but somewhere I think that it does. Mm-hmm. And and I think when we share that story genuinely with people, um, that's when you really also find your target audience and who aligns with you and, and who it resonates for. Yeah. So. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things that come up for me because what you are describing is accessing your own positivity because when Mm -hmm. you do that I mean when you smile and if you can facilitate a smile in somebody else naturally um, your body softens you relax Mm -hmm. a bit more and you're doing yourself a great service and you're doing other people a great service and that's that ripple effect so I think that's that's just beautiful I mean I do a loving kindness meditation every morning after my yoga and after I've done that, after I've done the yoga and my body feels so good, <laughs> very different from when I yeah. started, I yeah. sit there with my legs crossed and my hands across my, you know, in a prayer situation at my chest and I just break into a big smile. Smile, yeah. And mm-hmm. I just smile and my smile mm-hmm. goes from ear to ear and then I start my loving kindness meditation and it really just puts you in such a beautiful spot for the day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. it builds resilience because then when things, you know, things do come up, um, you know, you can take your deep breath and kind of re- mm-hmm. re- remember. So these are all little tiny tips that yeah. I think help us all. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the ripple effects because that was when I've been rebranding myself, that was one of the names and that I was thinking of, uh, you know, taking you to your next level or, or the ripple effect. But right. I thought that was much more to explain for people. But that's another thing that you know, I, I, again, did I, you know, I coined it for my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to speak, what I, what I coined the ripple effect in my family as I taught my children that, you know, when you drop a pebble in water, you know, when you throw that pebble in water, mm-hmm. it, it always does something. Mm-hmm. There's either one ring or, you know, rarely is it even just one ring out of water, but you know, sometimes it just seems to go, it seems infinitely. And I've raised them that, you know, they, they themselves or their action is like that pebble. So no matter what they do, they're not, you know, nothing, they're not alone. And you know, nothing they do will not ever affect at least one person or, or something. It's always going to ripple out. So how you approach life and how you deal with people and how you make them feel, how you make others feel, I think is so important. Mm. This has been fantastic and that's a lovely way yeah. to end with what you're mm-hmm. saying. So I'm going to put links to your articles and to your the columns that you're writing because, yeah. you you know, you're now syndicated and you've got three columns yeah. going. I'll put links to uh-huh. all of those on our show notes page for your episode, Gloria. And so okay. your the show notes will be 
um, on positivitystrategist.com slash PS35. And so when we go to air, they'll find out more about you and be able to access you directly and obviously a link to eWomen Network yeah. and, and all the great work that you're doing there. So um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close off for the moment? Um, no, just that this was such a pleasure. I've been sitting here smiling <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know that I, I am a big fan of yours, Robin, and um, I love your your TEDx talk and on playful inquiry. And I'm just so really honored that you asked me to be a guest on your podcast. Oh, of course. Well, thank thank you, you, Gloria, for sharing this time with us today. Thank you so much, Robin. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Positivity Lens Activity for this episode, positivitystrategist.com slash PS35, and don't forget you can download these from the show notes page, is to invite you to think about how you engage with people. Gloria's clear that when you show interest in others, it starts a ripple effect. And how do you do this? Well, first strategy is just smile. A smile will usually give you a smile back. And that softens your face and your heart. It releases a host of positive emotions in your body and affects your mind and is mirrored in the other person. And number two, be present to the person with whom you're talking. Be fully present and show your interest. It's not about you being interesting, but about you being interested. And third, Be open to all because when you are open to others, you never know what goodness you can shine the light on. Everyone has a significant story. And Gloria revealed her own authenticity and confidence and generosity when she acknowledged that my TEDx Navisync talk focused strongly on recognizing that we all have a valuable story to tell. Gloria, she's the real deal. So you can be notified of new episodes by email. Links to all these suggestions are available on positivitystrategist.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, what you focus on grows. So grow towards your best. Best.